Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Too much. Get 10% off the Nivea deodorant range at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. for breakfast on SNZ Tuesday the 5th of July I'm back home Ototahi Christchurch if you're listening on 1260am welcome in great to have you a part of our show Kempi Morena all good back down there mate nice and cold actually we woke up this morning it's quite warm up here in Tamaki is it? quite nice oh, mate yeah she's got the shorts on um, walked out uh, there's no frost on the windows, so it'd be a bit, bit cold down there, though, wouldn't it? Oh, she's cold here, Unc. I can know when I uh, step out onto the deck and I nearly slip over and cark it on the ground, <laughs> mate. She gets pretty slippery and icy on the old uh, old deck out here, lads. Anyway, I want to have a chat to you later about some country clues. Got a bit of a dilemma, mate. I was up chasing cows. Nice. About 8.30 last night in the dark. Oh, my. <laughs> we'll have a chat about it later. Anyway, it was, um, I just thought of you straight away. Actually, it was actually Mandy. She said, don't worry about it. Bit of content for the radio. I said, there you go, Mandy. It's all about content for the radio. So we'll have a chat about that later on throughout the show. Rafa Nadal is playing at the moment. Three all in his match. Probably a little bit delayed to you if you're watching at home, but uh, yeah, three all. We'll keep you up to date with how rough is going, and we're going to chat a bit more about Wimbledon. As uh, most of the big names march into the quarterfinals, Rafa's playing right now this morning, and we'll keep you up to date. And Blair Henley, broadcaster, journalist, and all things tennis will join the show 
Nick Kyrgios, he's through. He's through the uh, quarterfinals. Djokovic, he limps through, gets through, and uh, Rafa's playing right now. So we'll keep you up to date and have a chat to uh, Blair Henley just after 7 o'clock. And then following that, over the weekend, they ran the Psycho Ultra Marathon, where basically they run until the last man is standing, 234 kilometres later, and Sam Harvey was the last man. Madness. Sam Harvey will uh, join the show around 740 ish. We'll have a chat to him about that. Psycho Ultra Marathon. 234 clicks. Man, that is phenomenal. What a big heart. So, looking forward to having a chat to him. And then after eight, chat to Stacey Jones, the Warriors coach, after Sunday's performance at Mount Smart. We'll have a chat to Stace about that game and going forward and, and how he's tracking at the moment. I'm looking forward to that one, eh, we, Kimpy? Oh yeah, man. I'll just—I'm probably going to ask him about the coaching system um, situation there, whether or not he's thinking about uh, next year already, or or whether he's going to sit back and and play a part as an assistant coach still. So, yep. mate, lots of lots in the air for Stace. You know, be happy as I know, be happy that he got a win finally under his belt, and that um, coming on bye week he can sit back and relax. Yes, 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 yes. Now, what a, look, he doesn't really share too much, eh? He's, he doesn't really share too many emotions. After the game, I was watching the cameras. They pan past the, the coaching box, and he just doesn't really smile, just gets his bag on his back and just rushes off back downstairs, eh? He just, just pretty... Um, Stays away from the limelight. Doesn't really like to share his emotions, doesn't he? No, he's like he's like that too. Um, you know, Stace has always been pretty pretty much keeping to himself, even when he was at the prime of his career. You know, you couldn't get boo out of him. So not one to to spend long long times in front of the media and you know harping on about things. He just goes about his job, mate. You know, he's a he's a Northland boy and um, Likes his fishing and getting out on getting out on the water. Um, loves golf, mate. Absolutely loves golf. Him and the boys played quite a bit of that. But yeah, really interesting to see sort of how he handles the next uh, eight weeks. They've got they've got a pretty tough run home. I'm mm. uh, just having a look at that. I've broken it down into two blocks of four. So you know, um, a month of football each. Real tough run home. Even though they have got some teams, a uh, couple of teams below them. Man, you know, like the Bulldogs are going okay at the moment. Um, they play the top top two sides, uh, and of course, got Parramatta in there too. That are a couple of couple of that are in the top six. So a real tough run home for him. Tough tough run home, but mate, that just like it's just funny how sport you can get a little bit of confidence. You know, Sean Johnson just gets a little bit of confidence. You know, Chanel Harris Devita. We're expecting Reese Walsh to come back. And uh, Louis touched on it yesterday, maybe an opportunity to chuck him in the halves or give him another opportunity to, to have a run somewhere else. There's lots to, to actually you know, be positive about. I think I know we can't get too far ahead of ourselves with playing against the Tigers, but, mate, it's, sport's a funny thing, eh? Just get a little bit of confidence, a little bit of momentum, and you can potentially go and knock off a couple of these big teams with the Eels coming up, the Raiders, and you've got the, the Storm. So big couple of weeks. But a um, bit of confidence. But I was reading the news, Kempi, yesterday around Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge's comments. And, uh, he's come out after being let go, and he's kind of said his piece about he didn't like the enforcer tag that he had to do over there. So he's, he's, he's enjoying being a follower over at the Roosters, which is quite funny to hear him say that. And then he spoke about the reasons he left, family reasons. Yeah. It's a, look, I wake up this morning at 3 o'clock again. 
this seems, seems to be the you know, I don't even need an alarm, mate. It's like three o'clock. Some someone's tapped me on the shoulder, and I'm up and grab the uh, grab the phone and just have a look at the news. And the first thing I read about is Matt Lodge has opened up about his move away mm. from the Warriors, and and the point had been made way back that they should never have allowed um, O'Sullivan, the recruitment manager, to sign his family. You know, like the conflict and the and the, the problems that it has created. Like Matt Lodge has basically come out and said, well, you know, straight away they sacked the recruitment manager who's my father-in-law and my brother-in-law got, got punted as well. Uh, but you know the very next line? <laughs> very next line? Sullivan's a recruitment manager for the Dolphins. His yeah. son's been signed for the Dolphins <laughs> and it looks like Matt Lodge is going there after Sydney City. Like, it's one of those things like do your homework, do your homework first, but if you're going to hire a, a recruitment manager, do your homework. And the second thing is make sure you understand the conflicts when they're, when they're put in front of you because that was always going to be a disaster, mate. Sure, surely Wayne Bennett sees something. But I know he's, he's a big fan in there, O'Sullivan. Seriously, um, um, seriously though, yeah. is Wayne mm-hmm. Bennett's on a, on a hiding to nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, he's going to come into the competition next year with that team. They ain't going to win a game. Nah. You know, he, hasn't, he, ain't got, he ain't got the resilience, the depth, and there's not any really serious marquee players in that spine to be able to take them around the football field week in, week out. So um, I think at the moment, like, it's really about just getting there, setting it up. He's, he's getting ready to retire, Wayne Bennett, um, and hopefully have a, have a job at, at the Dolphins for the rest of his life. But, you know, they, you look at their roster, they're struggling. They're struggling. Mm. What's the time? Like, what's the time frame for a for an for a team? You know, any team when you get set up, it, it is difficult. It is difficult when you're already in an established competition, um, the depth, and, and you're trying to set a team. Well, it'd be about three or four years, wouldn't it, till we actually start seeing a bit few results from the Dolphins? Well, the two to I four. Gu- I guess the the um, the one to really look at is Melbourne. Like they they basically came in the following year, won a competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was that that was unique. They didn't have the, they moved down to uh, Melbourne. They had like the likes of Glenn Lazarus, Toa Nico, you know, some v- Brett Kamali, some really good players leading them around the pitch. Um, but if you look at other sides, like Newcastle, took them ten years. Yeah. So ten years exactly uh, to the to the to the year they got a competition. If you have a look at teams that have come in, like teams that haven't su- survived, the Perth Western Reds, the Adelaide Rams, um, they came into the competition and now they're out. So, mate, it's not easy. You know, the Warriors, 95, you know, still yet to have one. I think Cronulla was like decades before they won one. Yeah, so... Um, what's it? What's the Dolphins license? How long they got a license for? Well, the license is theirs. It's theirs to basically so, so lose. Yeah. Uh, if they... It's not really. Is it a results-driven license, or is it more financial? You got to be financial viable to, to be able to sustain and, and be a part of the NRL. Is that yeah, well, why those other teams got got uh, got booted? Yeah, well, that's yeah. That was sort of in through the Super League um, war mm. as well. So you had oh, yeah. you had a heap of heap of teams uh, that just couldn't sustain, I guess, that support and that commercial reality. And that's the that's the um, issue that you've got with these franchises that they all have to be co- commercially viable. So, you know, the NRL give out licenses. Look, I explain it like a master franchise. So you've got a master franchise of McDonald's and then you've got all these McDonald's around Auckland. They're all competing for the dollar, you know what I mean? And then uh, if they're successful, they, they stay open. If they're not, 
then they just move the licence to someone else. And mm-hmm. if you look at the Gold Coast, for instance, they've, they've come and gone, I think, three times. Yeah. You know, so they've, they had the Gold Coast Titans and they went went early, uh, way back when I was playing. Then they came back again and they went to a different home and then they went again and now they're back uh, in a different part of the Gold Coast. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real... They've always said that Brisbane needs two teams. Yeah. Um, you know, they 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 say that the crowds and the and the support, especially the media um, support on Friday nights, because they get every Friday night the Broncos. You look at they never play on the weekend. They play Friday night. It's the it's the biggest night of the NRL for for the media rights, and they they pack out not only pack out the stadium, but the numbers watching the watching the game is phenomenal. So they, you know, it's all about um, sort of getting onto that walker with the media rights and bringing another team into that Brisbane so they can continue to build it. Mm, beautiful, beautiful, Uncle. Speaking of Brisbane, speaking of Brisbane, State of Origin, they've just named their sides to head to Brisbane. No one's done it. No one's gone to Brisbane and done it. Can you, self? what are you thinking? Well, I, look, I, I re-watched the Origin game this week and just had a look at it. And, and Queensland were in it right up until oh, 55, 60 minutes, and then they sort of dropped a couple of bombs. They got a, got a couple of tries, New South Wales, and then... Their, their young bloke got exposed, which I was really surprised that Billy Slater named Yang Nanai um, in the in the back row, uh, as second row with uh, Felice Kafusi having withdrawn because his father's sick and he's travelled up to America. So um, I still think that Brisbane have that 80 minute effort in them, you know. So, mate, it's I don't know <laughs> driving past. I've I've been to a Brisbane state of origin. You know, it's crazy. Absolutely. If you get a, if you get a chance to go to Origin, go to the Brisbane one. Okay, not the New South Wales one. The New South Wales one at the stadium's too big. It doesn't have the the sort of the closeness and the contact that you do at at the old Lang Park. You know, um, the stadium there in Brisbane. Mate, you walk down the road by the Caxton, you see the buses come down. People are whacking the sides of the buses, and it's a real. Real cool night, and I just I can't see New South Wales, even though they won by forty. Mm. I think it's going to be a lot closer, and I think Queensland will possibly, because they're playing at home, be able to do this. And the and the stats stack up against New South Wales. Uh, he's left yeah. a few players out now. There's no Jack White, and he stayed with Burton. There's talk about Burton going back to Penrith next year. Um, you know, Freddie must have something to do with that. He's a old. He's a Blue Mountain boy, you know. He's probably talking, <laughs> yeah, we'll get him back there, Ivan. Don't worry about that. I'll just put him in Origin. Um, but, yeah, no, they, look, they've got a really good team, New South Wales. But, you know, Queens, Queensland, it's a little bit to say, you know, when pe- people are playing on passion, they do they do those extra little one percenters, don't they? As um, You yeah. see them see them do things that you never expect them to do. So I'm expecting that type of effort from Queensland next week. Yeah, I reckon Queensland are going to get up, mate. What a beautiful stadium. Suncorp, oh, by far one of the most fa- favourite stadiums to play at, one, but also be a fan, sit in the stands. Wasn't a great, memorable moment for myself when I was sitting in the stands 2011 when the Crusaders went over there and lost to the, to the Reds. But, mate, what a wonderful city and they, they're great hosts. Got a question here for you, Kempi, before we get over to Louie and see how the Louie Meister is. Morena, lads, a question for Kempi on the bunker. Do you think the bunker shouldn't be allowed to review a try unless asked by the ref on field, on the on-field ref. That's 100%. I, 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 I've always said it. I think the sooner they get rid of the bunker, the better it is for the game. I think referees should be made to make calls because it adds to the, the theatre of, of the supporter. Like, you remember back in the old days, okay? We never worried about whether it was a try or not. 
you know, they called it straight away. They didn't go to 400 replays and waste another three minutes looking at, it, at whether or not it was scored. People's theatre inside their homes, inside the pubs, at the ground watching the stadium was that the referee made a call and, and, and the conversation for years would go on, was it a try or was it not a try? They've taken that away from people and I think I think the sooner they get rid of the bunker, I think it's becoming, it's becoming more... Um, I guess more out there than the game sometimes. Everyone focuses on the bunker and not the football. Beautiful. Beautiful, Richie. Great question. Give us a text anytime. Double eight, double three. If you've got any text uh, questions you would need answered, we'd love to hear from you. Louis Herman, what? Morena, brother. How are you? Yeah, good. Is he? Good, good, good. Good to have you. Uh, we'll see you down there in Christchurch at home. Kimpy, morning to you, bro. And everybody out there, um, look, I, I love the NRL or the State of Origin chat in particular. I think Queensland have to be a red-hot chance. And I'm surprised that the odds are the way they are with New South Wales. I think they're about $1.65-odd favourites uh, to head up there and win, which I can't quite wrap my head around. But if, um, No chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance. Well, I'll tell you what else there wasn't a chance of this morning and it was being July the 5th here July the 4th in America and us not talking about the goat yeah right now I'm on a, on a liquid diet pretty much a cleanse lemon juice water uh, maybe just a little bit of protein but uh I'm, I'm gonna go in empty and loose tomorrow and it's 4th of July I'll be happy and uh, I'll be hungry I'm talking about Joey Chestnut and I'm talking about the 15 time champ Joey Chestnut look on his works Ye mighty and despair, for he has surpassed the kings of Egypt, and the rock on which he stands is not a rock. It is the United States of America. Joey Chestnut! <laughs> Joey Chestnut. I just saw somebody tweet saying, Joey Chestnut is the only American constitution that hasn't failed us. <laughs> and I get it. Joey Chestnut, this is the guy that goes out there on on July the 4th, uh, the holiday in the States, and he just absolutely pounds hot dogs. They have the great Nathan's famous hot dog competition. It's broadcasted on ESPN. Joe, Joey, Joey Bell, Joey, our Joey, and me watched it this morning at, what was it, 25 past four. <laughs> no, half past four on the t- tally here. It was so good. It was so entertaining. And the GOAT has done it again. How's this? Most championship titles in a single event. Joey Chestnut, 15. Rafael Nadal, 14 French Opens. <laughs> Margaret Court, 11 Australian Opens. Bill Russell, 11 NBA titles. Henry Richard, 11 NHL titles. But it's Joey Chestnut, 15. Clear of rougher at the top. And my can't wait question of the day. Oh, don't forget to play it. Can't wait question of the day. Is how many hot dogs could you eat in 10 minutes if you had to push yourself? <laughs> how many hot dogs? What did he chomp? What did he chomp? <laughs> he chomped 63, which is a long way off his personal best, but it was like the Michael Jordan flu game. 63? Because he was on a broken leg. So. Oh, <laughs> he did it on crutches. <laughs> he, did it. he actually choked out a protester as well. So there was adversity to face. <laughs> but... but but, but wow. he was still 20 clear of Nick's. Kempi, have a good think about it. Is it you? Oh, mate, I know. I already know. I could give you an answer right now. The answer is zero. I couldn't eat a hot dog because I had a bad experience with a hot dog after a sevens in Sydney for Newcastle coming out of the stadium and had a hot dog as I hopped on the bus and the boys paid, mate, for the two hours in the toilet when I was in the toilet 
travelling back to Newcastle, it was worse than it was the worst hot dog I've had in my life. Never had one since. So you got PTSD. Um, is yeah. he? Is he? You ever think? You think about it. Ten minutes. This is how they do it. They soak the bun in water, and it just kind of goes down, and then they just like feed the hot dogs down their gullet. <laughs> Like birds. Oh mate, I don't. I don't breathe when I eat anyway. I'll, I'll have a good chance, but I won't get sixty. I'm probably thinking. What about Joe, mate? I reckon Joe's a sleeping giant. <laughs> okay, I'll just thought. I'll just thought, Joey. You think about it, kids. You too. We're gonna get everybody's answers. And you at 811 How many hot dogs could you bash in ten minutes if you were pushed to the limit? Twenty-two minutes past six. Here with Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day. Get up the king chestnut. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.